Clubhouse Call-In with Burns and Gambo. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Welcome back to the Burns and Gambo Show, the flagship home of the Arizona Diamondbacks, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, D-backs and the Padres, wrapping up their two-game series today. Joining us right now for our weekly player interview, new member of the Arizona Diamondbacks at the go-ahead home run in the top of the ninth last night, Evan Longoria, our guest here on Burns and Gambo. Evan, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show, man. We appreciate your time. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, thanks, Evan. I, I remember you from out in the days when uh, Paul Goldschmidt was here and used to show up at his uh, his bowling event. I used to go to those things, too, when, when Gold used to do some great charity things out here. That, that was a great event. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we we, we love supporting the, the guys. I've, I've been living in Arizona for, I mean, this is four, going on 14 years now. Um, so when I had the opportunity to sign here, I was obviously very excited. And, uh, you know, hopefully we get to do a little bit more of that. Hey, before we talk about about the game last night, your home run, your adjustment to Arizona, I want to ask you about what the Diamondbacks did with Corbin Carroll because one of the first guys I remember signing a big contract at a young age was you with the Tampa Rays. I remember you signing that deal. Now you're seeing the Rays still do it. The Braves are doing it. Seattle did it. Go through the pluses and minuses to me. When you're at a young, young age, you get that security, but you give up the chance for maybe some bigger contracts. What did you like about getting that deal done early um for me i i don't i don't know that there's any minuses um to be honest with you i mean maybe you leave a little bit of money on the table and um you know you might look back in two or three years and go man i could have just you know maybe if i would have waited three more years i could have got free agency and then you know got a huge contract but um looking back for me the most important thing for me was you know security for myself and for my family and um you know basically able to kind of just create a generational wealth with with that first fortune and um uh it, it really i think enabled me to like become the player that that i did um it, it kind of settled me in i didn't have to worry about you know was i going to get sent back down to the minors or um you know the, the, the production being what kept me there i mean I, I felt secure in my job after i got paid and and uh you know was able to kind of um you know take the steps to, to get better from there and i i think corbin um is is the kind of guy um that you know he gets paid he, he's just going to work harder you know i think he's going to it's not going to slow him down in terms of, you know, being comfortable, not wanting to show up and play hard every day. And um, like I said, there's, I mean, he's what, 22 right now. I mean, and it's an eight year contract, I think. So I mean, you play, you play well. And uh, you know, like, like my contract, I believe after five years, I ended up getting an extension again, you know? And so um, if you play well, you're going to play yourself into another very lucrative contract, especially at his age. You know, potentially going into free agency again at, at thirty with you know, you know hundred million dollars in the bank. Is it is it the way to do business when you're a, a lower to mid market team like the Rays, like the Diamondbacks, like Seattle? Is that is that the wave of the future to kind of a little bit of a risk and gamble? But instead of losing guys, you know, when when they hit that free agency, you could maybe have them for three or four more years if you do the contract earlier. Do you see this trend continuing in baseball? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't think it has anything to do with, um, you know, lower or mid-market teams. Like, I think every team is trying to do this. I mean, look at look at what the Braves have done, you know, with, with all of their young players. Um, 
you know, some guys obviously may command a little bit more money. I mean, I think Corbin Carroll is that guy. Like, he, he got paid, I think, what he deserves. I mean, he's a, he's a special guy that I think has the ability to be a generational talent. Um, and, and the Braves have done that, you know, with guys like Acuna and um, Riley and Spencer Strider and, and Michael Harris. And um, so, you know, whether you're paying, you know, maybe a little bit of a discount to try and keep somebody who's young and you may be prospecting on, or it's a young guy and, you know, you know that they're going to be, you know, this this special player, you may have to pay them a little bit more. But I think it's, it's the way to keep, you know, a team intact for a long time and, and potentially get maybe a little bit of a discount on the back end. But, um, you know, what, what's important, I think, is, is locking those guys up and, and having a, a core group of guys that can stay together for, um, you know, what I'm sure most ownerships hope are, you know, multiple championship runs. Evan Longoria, our guest here on the Bernstein Gambo Show. Let's talk about last night. You hit the go-ahead home run in the top of the ninth and then the two home runs in the bottom half of that inning. How long you've been a lo- around a lot of clubhouses how long does it take a team to get over a moment like that <laughs> hopefully it's about uh 12 hours or whatever it was <laughs> um you know uh obviously those, those, those moments are tough i mean um but but they can also be you know moments where you know we come back today we have a bounce back game we we, we have a, a nice happy flight home um you know look forward to the home opener in Arizona and you know we can turn the page and, and kind of build off of that so um that that's something that has to, to be you know in our in our tool bag I mean obviously this, this isn't going to be the only time that this happens this year unfortunately I mean hopefully it doesn't happen soon um but you know leads get blown late saves get blown I mean it's just part of the game um and and you got to try and move on as quickly as possible so um I mean you know Scott's been through that before I'm sure um you know there's some guys down there that had experience in that in that area and so i'm sure that they're able to kind of turn the page um you know whether it's waking up in the morning and and deciding to come to the ballpark and have uh you know a positive outlook on today or uh you know whatever it takes for guys to get over it i'm pretty sure that these guys are well versed in it given the totality of it all what was the mentality of the team coming out of la how did you guys feel about yourselves coming out of la given everything that happened in that four game set I think we felt pretty good about uh, not really swinging the bat all that well and, uh, you know, coming out of there with two wins. Um, I think some of what you saw at the end of that uh, Dodger game is is kind of how our team identity will start to shape itself, you know, just kind of grindy at bats, um, you know, moving the ball around, getting some bunts down, getting some, some you know, uh, hits in key situations and, uh, and just creating havoc on the base path. I mean, that's, um, you know, what, the Diamondbacks did last year that I saw, and I think what we we would love to you know build our identity around this year is just being able to get some speed and athleticism on the bases and just kind of create some havoc there. Yeah, how rare is that in baseball? You were with the like you said, you were with the Giants last year when you got a chance to see what McCarthy could do and, and what Corbin Carroll could do, and just the speed and you know Alec Thomas, the speed on this. We always talk about the Cardinals with Whitey Herzog in the mid '80s because they're very reminiscent, but it, it's rare yeah. to see a baseball team have that ability with all these different players that can steal bases go from first to third first to home it's a it's a it's a good weapon to have 
It definitely is. I mean, and, and like I said, I, I know that uh, as a group, we talk a lot about, you know, that being, you know, what we want to do and how we want to set the tone on the bases. And um, and it, it also shows up. I mean, this is probably the fastest infield, you know, from right to left. Or I'm sorry, outfield from right to left in the big league. So, um, you know, they're contributing on both sides of the ball. And um, it's, a, it's a huge plus for, uh, for us as a group. Evan Longoria, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Let's talk about your reasons for coming to the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I know you've covered this before. It was part proximity, part role, part the level of the team and where they had risen to. How did you kind of weigh all that when you made your decision? Yeah, I mean, you hit it all on the nose. It's uh, it's right around the corner from, from my house and where I've lived. Um, I, I loved what I saw from the other side for the past, um, you know, two or three years. Just the, the talent that was coming through the organization and uh, the strides that I felt like the team had made, um, you know, getting getting better and being more competitive, uh, you know, not only with the, within the division, but in the league overall. And I just... I thought that uh, that this would be a great fit for me, um, just to be, um, not only contribute um, while I'm on the field and and playing, but also, you know, trying to, you know, learn these young guys and and learn what they need and try and, um, you know, help them further their careers and just be like a, you know, uh, a mentor, so to speak, to to, to help them, you know, get better and, and us get better as a group. Evan, we appreciate the time. Thank you very much for coming on for a few minutes. Best of luck the rest of the season. I'm sure we'll catch up with you at some point in the future this season. But good luck. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Evan.